Hey, this is Wyatt with the Creative Habits Podcast. In this episode, I go into a bit of creative resilience and why it's necessary, especially with the Fed pumping in billions of dollars on a daily basis right now. They said it was just an emergency and it was just going to continue uh, to end of September and then it was supposed to continue to October 10th and now they're going to continue into January and that's really not much in the news. But if you look around, you'll see it. And it's amazing because this is what uh, contributed to uh, previous crashes is this uh, pumping up, you know, propping up of the banks. And anyway, this isn't really about the banking system or any of that. But there is much more of a swing, whether you look at the weather, political systems, economic systems, all along, you'll see a much more uh, dramatic swing in one direction or another. And I think in this time of extremes, um, it's important to look at creative resiliency. And that's what this episode is about. Moving into Maslow's hierarchy of needs and how creativity is at the top. So you really have to satisfy a lot of things before you can really uh, feel that full potential of being creative. But m creative resiliency is a way that you can kind of hack into that and really uh, look at creating some resiliency so that you can continue to be creative uh, no matter what's really coming at you. And I think the alternative lifestyle, like the van life, really enables that. So this episode goes into a bit of that. Now, this if you want to see some visuals, and I have some quotes uh, that I bring in from Greg Braden and some other uh, people, then uh, check out the YouTube channel where I have that full episode. I've taken those out. I kind of... It just seems like with podcasting that using fair use is a little bit different and I haven't investigated fully. So I've really just taken those out just on the cautious side. Um, and so but you get the, still get the meat of the idea. If you want to see the visuals and some of the quotes from there, uh, especially from Greg Baden, he's got uh, such great ideas um, on not only um, creative resilience, but also uh, the heart-mind coherence uh, that he talks about and if you go to the link that I have in the YouTube description, you'll see that. It's great. Also, if you want to do the Profit Engine Challenge, which I'm starting soon, then just go ahead and check out the YouTube channel and subscribe there because that's where I'll be having regular updates. And if you follow along, you can actually do the challenge and it helps towards your own creative resiliency. Anyway, here's the episode. Hope you enjoy. Okay, when you look at why a lot of people choose the alternative lifestyles like the van life, you realize it's all about freedom. Now, freedom comes in many shapes and sizes, but if you look at it in terms of creativity, I think freedom has to do with resilience. Okay, so just like freedom, resilience can mean a lot of different things. But here's what I like about what Greg Braden has to say about resilience. So Greg Braden talks about uh, Stockholm Resilience Institute and expanded resiliency. And basically what it is is you're accounting for in your day-to-day -day those obvious situations that may come at you. And in that sense, there's no need to recoup because you've already accounted for it. And so that resiliency, you know things are going to be coming. That resiliency you kind of build into your operating system, so to speak. Okay, so resilience is pretty cool. You should watch the full thing from Greg Braden there. It's really good. He also talks about the coherence between your brain and your heart, and it's much easier to make decisions when you're able to have that coherence. It's really good. Part of resilience comes from the ability to adapt, obviously, and that ability to adapt is when you have your needs met. Now, what I mean by that is if you look at Maslow's hierarchy of needs, which basically says, okay, first you need to uh, take care of your um, physiological needs 
and you know basically food air water shelter and then you have security and safety and uh, love and belongingness self-esteem needs and then at the very top you have self-actualization and encompassed in that is creativity so really uh, a lot of people you know buy into this and it makes sense i mean if you're fearful uh too fearful or if you can't eat it's gonna be a, a lot harder to be creative now obviously you can be creative anywhere uh along the spectrum but they're basically saying in general um you need to have some basic needs met before you're really able to really have the capacity to be fully creative it's not taken up by all the other needs in life so what's interesting is that when you look at the van life and uh the alternative ways of living they basically made this so that your hierarchy needs are more resilient meaning if you have something come your way and you are stuck into a rent situation or you have a house and you have to pay a certain amount then it's much uh, harder for you to be resilient to incoming changes and fluxes you lose a job um, some extra expense with your car extra expense with your house health so on You're, it's a lot hard to adapt and be resilient so in that sense your ability to create of course then gets sacrificed so all of this whether it's by on purpose which you can look at conspiracy theories obviously and on purpose and uh whether there's someone running the world and it's designed so that basically you'll be uh left um so you can't self-actualize see where you're at adapt to those changes and making more intentional changes with your life you're only going to be responding to stimuli meaning you're only going to be responding to those things that come your way and you're barely going to be able to do that so whether that's a conspiracy theory or not you can see, like, for example, more recently with the banks and how they're, the Fed is basically propping up the banks at millions, billions, actually, billions of dollars a day. Uh, you can look at the repo market. Uh, I don't necessarily understand all of it, but I do know that it comes back to propping up the banks much like they did in 2007, 2008. After that crash, um, the banks were propped up to the tune of uh, over $700 billion. Well, they're doing that right now. Well, the thing of it is, that's going to cause all kinds of changes, whether that's intentional or not, which conspiracy theorists can argue that, and quite effectively, whether that's intentional or not, the end result is the same. You're going to expect some really radical changes, just like with the weather, along the way. So the van life, the alternative lifestyles, your ability to create effectively and be self-actualized. It comes from your ability to adapt to these changes, and that resiliency is extremely important. And so um, getting beyond those hierarchy needs is part of what the self, part of what minimalism does and van life and tiny houses. And so I think it's important to look at that and go, okay, can I do that in my own life? And again, you pare down, you pare down different things. But I think it's important to realize it's not just freedom from oppression and all this. It's the freedom to create. It's the freedom to contemplate. And one of the things I like is the freedom from hourly thinking. Check this out. So when you get into um, being a creative entrepreneur, you'll still have res um, you'll still have residues from hourly thinking this comes from school you know the bell tolls and you have to go to the next class it also comes from hourly thinking when you're being paid by hour uh, per hour and basically uh you have that hourly thinking oh i have to charge a certain amount so i get enough per hour but when you have freedom from that hourly thinking let's say you have uh, much more ability to make um you have 
You have a lot more ability to basically contemplate, to make connections you wouldn't otherwise, and to go deeper down the rabbit hole when you want and need to. And therefore, you're going to see things in a lot dif- uh, you're going to see things a lot differently. And it's going to allow you to be a lot more creative uh, than if you're thinking in hourly terms. It will uh, that rigidity is going to shortchange your ability to create. And so. It's freedom from so many different things. And I think if you look at the van life, a lot of people will talk about um, the start of their van life journey or the start of being in a tiny house. And it's a purging or a, a cleansing of their previous lifestyle, whether it be getting rid of things. But it also can be, again, getting rid of that hourly thinking. Some of the things that we hold on to culturally that don't necessarily align to our own personal uh, creative expression. And so I would submit to you that um, basically the van life and all that is a rebellion. And it's a rebellion that's ongoing. It's been there, but it's becoming stronger as the needs uh, for of people, the hierarchy of needs uh, becomes uh, much more extreme. And, and whether you do that change intentionally or whether it's uh, foisted upon you by society because you, you know, your house, get, you lose your house, you lose your car, whatever circumstances, you know, people living paycheck by paycheck, they need more resiliency. And one way of being resilient is being able to um, adapt uh, along the way. So I, I just love this um, because it is a rebellion and it is coming out. And there are ways to basically learn from people that are doing this, even if you're not adapting to their lifestyle fully. There's a serious amount of things you can learn from watching what they're doing, what they're doing in the tiny houses, what they're learning from the day to day, what they're seeing. And um, it's it's really taking that and bringing it into your own life and weaving it into your um, ability to adapt and create as the world changes in dramatic ways. If you want to hear perspectives on this, because I have a lot of time that I'm actually investing as I'm doing my pottery, I'm listening to all these different people and all of this comes together. And I think it's interesting to see how to adapt. And if you want to see more of this, then please do subscribe, uh, hit the bell, make sure you see this when uh, the next video comes out. It's going to be awesome. And part of this is actually um, the Profit Engine Challenge, which you'll see in the description below, where you can basically sign up to this free challenge. It's having multiple streams of income. And those Profit Engines can start really small. But if you work at each different one, you're going to get that resiliency. You're going to get that freedom. And it's free. Uh, It's a challenge. And you can sign up uh, below and basically... um, walk along with me and i ground this not just in my own experience but i bring in different people so that you understand this isn't something that that i just pull out of the blue these are different people that have done this along the way and here's how you can do it yourself and it's very easy Uh, you can use wordpress Um, there's also other uh, options available but basically check out the challenge below and i think you'll really enjoy it because it's it helps you on your path to resiliency my own path i'm doing the same thing uh trying to create as many profit engines as i can multiple streams of income because as life moves along as we can see both from the weather but also from political changes things are happening rapidly they're happening in a much bigger fashion uh, even if you look at the weather it's extremes and i think it's mirrored and reflected in our society as well so in order to be able to weather those changes really i think it's important to be resilient adaptive and still 
retain that bit of creativity within our our lives. We can be self-actualized regardless of the changes that might come at us from many different directions. So join me in that challenge. Uh, subscribe to see the next video. And thanks a lot for watching. See you next time.